What up, y'all? Happy Friday! It's your girl Shan. This is She Gets It. If you're new, what up, boo? If you've been here, you already know it's about to get real G. Real quick. I'm talking about um something y'all don't know shit about. Well, most of y'all. Especially this new generation. Do you encourage them though? Okay? When I say this, don't you instantly get offended. It's either you do or you don't. Okay? This could be, do you encourage your kids? Do you encourage your parents? Do you encourage your um, little partner? Your uh, spouse? Like, the best type of love is the love that pours into you. The love that pushes you. The love that reminds you who the fuck you are, you know? The love that encourages you to be your best self. The love that reminds you, hey, you ain't supposed to be eating this shit. Don't be eating that. Or, hey, didn't you say your goal was this? Okay, then, we'll put that down. Or, didn't you say that you wanted to save more this year? Like, that's encouraging. And I think a lot of people run away from um, the effort that goes into having those relationship goals type of relationships. Um, even if you look at LeBron James and his, his wife, he always um, brings her up when people congratulate him about his success. He always brings her up when people um, say something about his achievements. And he always lets people know, like, I want to be here without her. I want to have this without her. And I know she spent years encouraging that man. I know when he had shitty games, she ain't, um, you know, tease him about his shitty game. Yeah, you thought you was going to win. Look, uh uh-huh, you lost. She wasn't, that wasn't her stance. Her stance was like, okay, how can I encourage him? How can we pour in? What are what are some plays he made that he needed to improve on? How can I big him up? How can I make my person feel good? And to be honest, a lot of men lose women because y'all don't pour into the women you have when you have them. A lot of women lose men because you don't pour into the men when you have them you get comfortable you get uh complacent you think somebody uh that shares their feelings with you and their emotions with you and sometimes their space with you because y'all live together has to be there and that's a figment of your fucking imagination one of my kids fathers our bond was strong as fuck because i encouraged him I encouraged him to go for whatever the fuck it was that he wanted to go for. I encouraged him when, uh, let's say, a job that was really good laid him off. I encouraged, encouraged him to try this, go here, do this. When he couldn't, I made sure I could do something to help him get by. If I had, he had. Okay? That's encouragement. Somebody that truly even if y'all not together wants you to be straight wants you to be able and this is why it gets me really frustrated when men and women create lives and have children that are healthy that are smart that are intelligent 
and they work against each other. Man, fuck that bitch. Fuck her mama. Like, that's my kid, but I'm going to see her when I see her. Or, yeah, she she, 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 she crazy or she, she this. Or, man, fuck him. Fuck, fuck her daddy. He don't do shit anyway. He ain't got shit. He ain't never going to be shit. That, y'all working against y'all child when y'all do that. What's better than one great parent? Two parents. What happens for your child when both of y'all win? Your child wins. What happens for your child when both of y'all have? Your child has. Why would I work against my children's fathers? What benefit is that for them? What's better than one vehicle? Two vehicles. What's better than one house? Two house. Houses. You know? What's better than one person always giving correction? Two people being able to give correction. What's better than one perspective? Two perspectives. If I make a mistake and their fathers could catch my mistake, then I then I don't I'm not gonna fall that hard. If I'm slipping and their father's not slipping, then I'm not gonna hit I'm not I'm not gonna bruise that hard. I'm not gonna lose that hard. If their fathers are at uh a point where they stuck or they can't right now and I can I can still give my child balance like we have to get out of this mindset that oh I'm gonna make them feel bad oh we not together I'm gonna make their life feel like shit or you know they want to be here so I'm gonna make it harder for them to do this and do that oh they got a new girlfriend well i'm gonna do this and i'm gonna talk to this person and i'm gonna leave my kids with this person and then they gonna see me out with this person and they gonna get mad that's childish that's childish what's better than one person raising a child two people raising a child what's better than one happy parent two happy parents Two stress-free parents. Okay? This is why other cultures, they are not into people having children when they are not married. When they do not have a house that they own. When they do not have a stable career. I'm not saying that you can't do it. I'm just saying it's easier if you do it in a certain format where y'all are working together along the way. Now, for me, I'm not married. I've never been married. I don't know if I want that. But that's not going to stop me from making sure that my kids see their fathers equally, spend time equally, have access to their fathers equally. And I'm making sure that their dads have access to them. Making sure that their dads have a comfortable home so when they go there, they're comfortable. You know? Like, we have to get to a point where we encourage each other. You know? I could be the youngest sister, but that don't mean I can't call and check up on my brothers and see if they're okay. See if they need something. It's not, it's not a mindset, oh, I'm the youngest, I don't have to do shit. It's more so like I have to make an effort as an adult 
still as a sister, still as a sibling to reach out and make sure they don't need something that I can help them with. Vice versa. Even now, especially if you are in your 30s, 40s, or 50s, and your parents are alive, that's a blessing, period. But now it is your turn to make sure that your parents are okay. To make sure that your parents are able. To make sure that your parents have. And when your parents start doubting themselves on what they can do, how they can have better health, you encourage them. You start to tell them what they can do. If, if your parent is a diabetic, get them a diabetic recipe book. Like, you have to start um, encouraging people to do better for themselves and be a resource of their betterment. Like, when you watch Hoarders, it's usually family members that come visit them after not seeing them, not coming to uh, check on them for years and be like, oh my God, I didn't know it was this bad. If you were more consistent, if you show this person that you actually cared about them more than just calling sometimes, then maybe you would know. My 600-pound life is about a person who is extremely overweight and the people around them that say that they love them not encouraging them to do right for themselves, but enabling them to be in that predicament that they're in. Buying them food, cooking them things that they know they're not helping, cooking meals for five for one. Like, and I, I be so confused that people who are enabling other people, they can't see that they're enabling that person that they say that they care about so much. And it frustrates me because I wish I wish there was a family member or somebody I was married to that was 600 plus pounds. Who's going to go get you fast food? Who's allowing you to sit in their car to go get it? There will be a sign in my yard, do not deliver to this house. I'm a gun owner. Like, what are you talking about? No, food, no fast food up in here. I don't have no problem having a strict diet. You can't say that you love a person or your child and you don't encourage your child to try. You don't give your child or, or the person you're with resources to be better. You don't pour into them. You know that your child is into X, Y, and Z, but there's no books in your house about X, Y, and Z. You don't you don't you don't take them to to anything that shows them people that have the careers that they think they want to have. You can't say that you pour into your spouse if you never gave them things to engage in their hobbies or whatever it is that they want to do. They want to go back to school and you tell them how stupid they are for wanting to go back to school. They want to learn a trade and you tell them how dumb it is that they want to learn a trade. No, you need to be at work. Guess what? When your person passes away, that work going to be there for somebody else. But if your person is looking to better themselves and their family and open a business for themselves, that's what you need to pour into. Like I was in my late 20s when I realized what a scam college was. If you're not going to college to be a doctor, um, 
a chemist, uh, a judge, a lawyer is really unnecessary. It's really unnecessary. And I'm just keeping it real. It's really unnecessary, right? But I had to learn my lesson. I had to get that debt that I got still, you know? But I'm raised in two gorgeous, beautiful, brown women. And I'm not going to be that parent that's going to sit in here and tell them you have to go to college. It's not an option. No, there's another option. And the other option is since you were this years old and I saw that you had an interest in this and I've been pouring in and I've been encouraging you and you're really good at it and you're naturally talented at it and you do it without me having to force you to do it and even up until your preteens you were doing it and I encouraged your ideas and you get to a certain age where you want to start your own online store, I'm going to help you. I'm going to encourage you. I'm going to figure out how we can do that. You want to start your own business? I'm going to figure out how we can do that. You need money to open your own storefront? I'm going to figure out how we can do that. You, they will give you so much money for semesters in, in college because they're going to get that back in interest and then some, but they will... They will give you the hardest time to get a loan to open a business where you can work for yourself. Right? And it's all about encouraging people. Being reminders for people that you're great. You're this. You're capable of this. You deserve this. You need this. We're not accepting anything less than this. And it's encouraging people that you're around. Encouraging people that you care about. When they doubt themselves, you reassure them. It sounds cute, but it don't really mean shit if you ain't going to do it. And if you don't do it, I promise you that there's somebody in life that will. I also have exes who didn't know how to encourage me. Yes, me. Yes, somebody that's always consistently doing something, always doing multiple things. And it's a lot of people that can't handle people. Who want to do more It's a lot of people out here that can't handle People that want more than a 9 to 5 It's a lot of people Out here that can't handle people That can Stop this Go do that and be great at it Right And so That's why it's very important that Sometimes just because somebody looks good together Sometimes some Just because you love a person, sometimes just because you want to be there for a person doesn't mean that you write for that person. Because there's so much more that goes into a successful relationship than just loving a person, um, being there for a person, and, you know, I know this person for a long time. There's much more than that. And for me personally, if you can't encourage me as a man and you can't reassure me as a man, and even though you don't understand everything that I'm into, you don't even open yourself up to get understanding about it, to respect me while I do it, we not going to work. I don't care how much you love me. I don't care how long I've known you. I don't care how good our friendship is. We're just going to have limitations on where I don't share a certain level of me with you because you can't handle it. And you're not a bad person because you can't handle it. You're just not for me. 
because I know I can't be with a man that can't openly be honest with me about what it is he wants in life. Right? For me, whether you're a friend, whether it's romantic, whether we just cool, you got to be able to be honest with me. Right? And if you don't want to be here, I'm cool with you telling me you don't want to be here. And if you don't like your job, I'm cool with you telling me you don't like your job. But what I'm not going to accept is you keep saying every day that you don't like your job and you getting up and complaining about your job every day, but you're not, you're not thinking about no solutions. Your spare time that you have, you got to go chill and talk to your friends down the street. Or you go to a barbecue, or you want to play cards, or you want to go out to the club, or you want to, um, you know, go play games at your friend's house. If you don't like where you at in life, what are you doing to do something different? If I ask you what it is that you want out of life, and you can't tell me, then to me, you don't want nothing. Right? And it's some people that are comfortable just waking up every day, going to work, picking up their dry cleaning, getting something to eat, coming home, watching TV, going to sleep, waking up, going to work, (laughs) like over and over and over again. And that's fine. That's fine because business owners need consumers. Business owners need people who don't have the creative thought to think about something entrepreneurized and they just want to buy it because it works, right? So we need people like that. But creative people who are creative-minded cannot be with someone who's okay with being routine and complacent, right? And so when you know that about yourself, you got to respect yourself to know like, yeah, this person is cool, but this, this ain't my person. Yeah, I care about this person, but I don't, I don't understand this person. And this person deserves somebody that understands them. Yeah, this person is doubting themselves, but I don't know how to console this person. I don't know how to reassure this person. So... I'm going to avoid this person. And I'm going to wait until they're happy and then I'm going to show up for them again. Shit don't work like that. Creative people have good moments, uh, good times, and they got downtime. And when they got downtime, they need to be around people who are like-minded that can encourage them. Right? People who can help them get out their funk. People who don't let them slack. People who want more than a nine to five. People who can see forward, think forward, plan forward. Encourage them to be better. Reassure them that they on the right track. Right? Encouragement goes a long way. Encouragement is the greatest level of love to me that there is. As a creative. Encouragement doesn't say. Oh you doing too much. Why can't you just do this. Encouragement. Somebody that's willing to encourage you. To be better. Is not scared of your greatness. Like there's some people. Who will encourage you to be better. But they're scared that. 
one day you might get up and not want this thing and they're scared about what that means, right? You can't be scared and encourage someone who is creative to create. You gotta be willing to ride. And I'm not talking ride or die. I'm not talking um, wifey shit, cause that's bullshit. I'm talking about you gotta be willing to be like, oh, that's what you wanna do? That's what you want? We could do it, let's go. Let's own it. We gonna do it. They gotta be able to see your vision with you. And if they don't understand your vision as a creative, you gotta be able to put it in perspective to where they can understand. You cannot be great with other people if y'all don't have a common understanding. You cannot encourage someone to be great if you truly don't believe that they are great. You cannot be of value to someone who wants more if you don't truly believe that they will get more and they deserve more. It's not something that you just get to say and not do. You got to do what you say. You got to show up in that shit. You got to be consistent And you cannot doubt. Because if I'm doubting myself and I'm with somebody that's always doubting me and scared that I won't be able, I'll never be able. And that goes for friends, family, spouse, girlfriends, boyfriends. I don't care who you are. If you believe it in yourself and you're around 10 people that doubt themselves, you're not going to get to where you need to get to. Encourage people that you believe in. And when people who you believe in start to discredit themselves and feel like they can't and bring in that doubt shit, encourage them. And if they're good people, they're going to encourage you. All right? Like I said earlier, a lot of people lose great people because they don't encourage them when they were doubting themselves. And I'm not saying that it's other people's job to encourage people who doubt themselves to do better, that they are great, that they will be successful. I'm just saying it just makes the bond a bit better, a bit more respected when they really feel like the people that they spend the most time around have their best intentions. It's easy to encourage someone who's a millionaire. It's not that easy to encourage someone who wants to get to a millionaire position. You got to believe that shit. And when you have people that believe in you, do not disappoint them by discouraging and making dumb decisions. Do not make people feel stupid for believing in you and having your back. Do not put people in a position to fail when they've been there with you. That's it. Do you encourage them, though? You can love them all day. You can buy them shit. You can live with them. 
You can know them for 15 years, 20 years, 30 years. But if they never felt encouragement from you, if they never felt that they can trust you with their ideas, if they never felt like you truly believed in them and you really hated on them when they wasn't around or when they left a room, they ain't gonna mean shit. Thank y'all for checking out She Gets It. My name is Shan. If you wanna hit me up for promo, or you want to come on the show, you can email me at shegetsitpod at gmail.com. If you want to donate to the show, the link is in the bio. You can donate to Red Circle, or you can get yourself some merch from the She Gets It shop. I appreciate y'all. Thank you for liking, subscribing, and sharing the show. We going to be back. Because why? Because I'm inconsistent. I'm consistent. And I've been showing up. And I've been showing out for y'all. And showing all my ass. Period. <laughs>